Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Hey guys, welcome into the podcast. I hope your new year is off to a great start. We're in day three of 2024, January 3rd. Welcome aboard. Uh, And we're in day three of our 31 days to uh, creating new beginnings. 31 days to uh, create a new beginning. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, creating a morning routine. How do we do that? What does that look like? What are some elements of a morning routine? Yesterday, we talked about embracing gratitude. And then on the first day, January 1, we just simply went over, you know, setting intentions and 31 days to new beginning, what it looks like. Uh, First timers, welcome aboard, guys. Where you been? This is season four, season four of Rethink Podcast. So that means you've got whole three other seasons to go and listen and catch up on. Before you do that, Please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We don't want you to forget who we are and where we are. A lot of podcasts out there. If you don't subscribe, you'll forget how to find us. Old timers, welcome back, guys. Um, We are deep into, um, well, we're on day three, but I feel like we're deep into this content because it's been so meaty uh, moving into this so far. And I hope you guys are learning a lot. I hope that you are learning a lot. I um, apologize. I got started. I'm so excited. I forgot to. Silence my cell phone. So, of course, folks are trying to call me while I'm recording, and I'm not going to answer. Well, it was spam anyway. But anyway, thank you guys for for being here today. Today, we're talking about creating a morning routine. If you don't have one, this is going to be very impactful for you. If you do have one, this is going to help you sort of uh, niche it down, uh, just kind of really focus on it and make it really uh, meaningful in terms of timing when you wake up and when you start your day and what falls in between the gaps. Before we get going, please guys do two things for me. Number one, uh, please find your favorite episode on this podcast. I was listening to recent podcasts and my verbiage was a little curious. I've been asking you to find your favorite podcast and, you know, forward it to your friends, family members, neighbors, whoever, just, you know, in terms of helping us grow. But more specifically, I don't want you to find your favorite podcast. I want you to find your favorite episode within this podcast. I think, and I know you know what I'm talking about, but when I said it, I said, oh, I could probably say that better. So let me do that. Find your favorite episode within the Rethink podcast, and you forward that one to your friends, family members, coworkers, neighbors, loved ones, associates. It doesn't matter. Let them know that we're out here. You find it enjoyable and that maybe they should take a listen. The other thing is I would have you to please always go down to our show notes. There are a number of things down there that you can take advantage of. Most important probably is the Facebook group. I want you to go ahead and join the Facebook group because uh, that's where we're going to have 
discussions, conversations. You can ask questions. I can answer your questions. I can ask questions. You can put in your input in terms of how you feel about the content on the show, what is being useful, and what uh, some new ideas could be in terms of things that you want me to research and talk about. All right? That's it. Creating a mindful routine. We're on day three. We're starting 31 days to new beginning. So let's go. Our quote for today is from Buddha. And the quote is, each morning we are born again. What we do today matters most. Again, each morning we're born again. What we do today matters most. I can tell you personally, having been on this path, on this journey, excuse me, well, really my whole life, but paradigm shift, awareness, and these sorts of things, I would say 15 years ago, I started to sort of turn the curve. And every day is like a new day in terms of being able to try again. And every day does matter the most because you can do something today. And we all do something today that projects us into tomorrow. Our thoughts of today are our children of tomorrow. So what you do today really does matter for your tomorrow. So let's plan the best we can each day. And that is why it's important to create your routines, your morning routine and your evening routine. Well, Kelly, how do I create a morning routine? I'm glad you asked. Creating a mindful morning routine sets a positive tone for the entire day. For the entire day. I'm not telling you something I read or researched, although I did. I'm telling you something that I do and have done for a long time. It helps you enter. Uh, it helps you to enter a more meditative uh, stage of yourself, but it helps you to center yourself, reduce stress, and to enhance your overall focus and holistically your your well-being, mental and physical. So let's take it step by step. What does it look like? Well, number one, you got to wake up early. A lot of people have trouble with step number one. If you are not a morning person, stop saying that, number one. But number two, you got to train yourself to become a morning person. Think about the advantages of the morning. If you're a mom and dad, nobody's up to ask you or call your name. The energy is different in the morning. Your focus is different in the morning. Your brain waves are all different in the morning. And I'm suggesting to you to take advantage of it. Give yourself ample time in the morning to avoid rushing around. You want to wake up at a consistent time each day to regulate your body's internal clock. Let's call that time 5.30 a.m. Some of us get up at 4.30, some of us get up at 5, some at 5.30. I would say no later than 5.30 because most of us enter our workday at about 8, which means we have to be up and out and going. If there are kids involved, you probably got to be up at 6. So determine for you, you want about two hours, minimum hour and a half for your morning routine. And I'm going to go through the different segments. But first thing, wake up early. Second thing is hydrate. I sleep every night with water next to my bed, mostly because if I get thirsty, I don't want to go back downstairs. But also, uh, my wife usually always wants water. So I've gotten in the habit of keeping it beside my bed. But the benefit is that in the morning, the first thing I do is hydrate. I start my day off with drinking some water to get my body and my organs starting to flow. Okay? I start drinking some water. The next thing is meditation. Truthfully, the next thing for me is evacuation. Usually what I do is I go to the restroom because when I wake up, particularly at my age now, I got to go to the bathroom. 
So yeah, I go to the bathroom and I get that all situated. But yes, I take my shower and I immediately go into meditation. So you want to dedicate five to 10 minutes for meditation. My shower usually takes me about 10, 15 minutes. Incorporate, you know, I, I don't spend a lot of time in the bathroom. And I'm going to tell you, if you're eating, you know, the things you should be eating, and if you're on a good track with your digestive system, it shouldn't, you shouldn't be spending a whole lot of time in the restroom, guys. I'll tell you for two reasons. Uh, number one, you shouldn't be in terms of your diet. But number two, you don't want to sit and squat for very long periods of time. That creates issues with your um you can develop hemorrhoids. So sometimes people will take a book and go in the bathroom. They're sitting for a long time. That's really not best practice. I'm not a doctor. You can do the research on your own. The research that I've shown says, get in, do your business, get out, get in, do your business, get out. The next thing, like I said, I take my shower, shower 10, 15 minutes. And then, you know, you prepare your body. I don't usually brush my teeth right away because I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get into my day yet. I go straight into meditation, but that will be part of it at some point. But I usually just shower because I just use the restroom. I go into my meditation and bam, there you go. Now, meditation, if you're just beginning, I'm going to suggest to you to start with five to 10 minutes. It is not going to be the easiest thing when you first start. I'm just telling you that. Prepare yourself for it. It doesn't mean you get to quit. It means you start and then you just stay with it, stay with it. And you can go from 10 minutes to 15, 15 to 20 and 20 to 30. 30 minutes is the optimum time. Many people uh, will meditate much longer than that, much longer than 30 minutes, but they've been doing it for a long time. Buy yourself a quiet and a comfortable spot where you won't be disturbed, okay? Let me give you an example. I have dogs, and everywhere I go, they follow me. So set your day up where your dogs are taken care of. What do I have to do now? Well, I have two options. Number one, my dogs are drawn to heat for some reason. So I have a heater in my bathroom. And when I get up, as I'm taking my shower, I turn on my space heater. They'll come, they'll lay in front of the heater and they'll fall asleep. My closet is only around the corner. So I go around the corner. That's my meditative spot. And bam, I can meditate. My second option is sometimes I go downstairs where my dog's crates are because I have to take them out. When I come back in, I wash my hands and I simply sit downstairs and I meditate while my dogs get back on their beds and they just go to sleep. My point is figure out what works good for you. If you do have pets, make sure they're taken care of so they don't disturb you. Once you get in, you want to be able to focus. You want to focus your breath. You want to clear your mind of any clutter and begin your meditation. Now, if it's guided meditation using an app, I think I told you guys earlier, I use balance or I used to use balance. You can look on the app store and find you an app. I'm suggesting that you do whatever works for you, whether it's guided meditation or simply finding a quiet time for you to meditate on your own. Do it and start with five to 10 minutes. The next thing is breathing, deep breathing, breathing. It's one of the things that we don't do enough of. We don't do it as deeply as we should. Uh, We've not really taught ourselves and we've not been taught how to breathe. So after your meditation practice, Practice deep breathing, okay? You will have to have guidance on this, I would assume, because if I just told you and you were not aware that you were a shallow breather, then you don't know, well, Kelly, what what makes it different? Here's what I'm going to suggest you do. I'm going to put a link in the show notes of an example of breathing techniques and breathing exercises. And you're going to do a little homework and you're going to figure out if this clip works for you 
you're able to do on your own, or if you want to find an app. Last year and year before, I was telling you that I was a part of the Allo Moves uh, app, and there were a number of folks there that taught deep breathing and breathing techniques. I'm going to give you an example. This is called box breathing. Box breathing is when you inhale deeply and you hold your count for four. You're doing all this through your nose, not through your mouth. You breathe out for four. You hold it again at the bottom of that breath for four, and then you breathe back in for four. So it's four, 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 four. So you have four sides to a box. That's why it's called box breathing. But that is only one technique. That is only one technique. This benefits the nervous system. It calms you, and it begins to oxygenate your system. Because we're shallow breathers and we don't know that we are, many times we don't have enough oxygen in our system. And one of the first things you can do that can benefit your body is getting enough oxygen in your bloodstream first thing in the morning. The next thing is an exercise, stretching or yoga. You guys know my preference is yoga. You can also spend five to 10 minutes doing this. I'm going to suggest more than that. Once you get into your morning routine, just like meditation, set out 30 minutes. This is why I was telling you minimum an hour and 30 or two hours. Mine takes about, mm, about two hours because I'm walking out of my uh, closet, out of my room, fully dressed, putting shoes on at 7.30 every day, okay? So if I get up at 5.30, get my dog situation, situated, I'm usually out and ready to take my daughter to school at 7.30. So I've done 30 minutes of, of yoga, sometimes 25 to 30 minutes. I've done 30 minutes of meditating. And it's the reading and the journaling and different things in between there that make up the difference. And you can figure out how you want to do it. It's up to you. So fix yourself, uh, get your mind right for stretching and yoga. This helps to awaken your body. It increases your flexibility. And again, it releases tension, which is why it's also good for you to do in the evening before you go to sleep. Uh, breakfast. I do not eat breakfast. Um, it's up to you. Many people eat breakfast, but I will tell you, like I've told you back in season two, many of us don't know what words mean in their origin. Breakfast means break fast. Have you been fasting? Most of us know. Why do I say that? We eat late in the evening. We go to bed, you know, eating, and we wake up. And the first thing we do is eat. Where was the fast? I practice intermediate fasting. If you're interested, I can put a link in the show notes as well. There's a demonstration or maybe even a layout of what intermediate fasting is. I'll give you an example. I do 18 uh, off and six on, meaning I don't eat until noon. Usually it's 1230 or one. And I stop eating at about 7 p.m. So I have six hour window where I can eat in a 24 hour day. That's why I say 18 and 6, 18 and 6, 24. That are the hours in the day. I only eat in a six hour block. Okay. I only eat in a six hour block. I usually start about 1231 and I'm usually done with uh, whatever meal I'm going to eat at night uh, at about 630 or 7. And then that's it. Okay. That's it. So when I sleep, my fasting, actually, I've been fasting. So you, the good practice is to go to sleep on an empty stomach so that you can regulate your metabolism and your body can repair itself and you wake up in a ketosis state, meaning there's no food on your stomach, no food on your stomach. If you go into 12 o'clock, you would have not eaten, I mean, that's 18 hours. That is an actual fast. 
most people go to bed eating late, 9, 10, 11 o'clock. They wake up and they're stuffing stuff in their mouth at 6, 30, and 7 o'clock. That, my friend, is the formula for why obesity rules in the U.S. Because no one's fasting, everyone's eating. Now, listen, it's up to you. I'm not the food god or the police. If you want to eat breakfast, uh, build it into your routine and make sure you're eating at least good, nutritious food to start off your day. That would be fruits and vegetables if you're going to do that. Otherwise, maybe read the article that I'm going to put the link to in the show notes about intermediate fasting. Uh, the next thing is very important. You want to set your daily, uh, daily intention. Just like on day one, you want to set a clear intention for this day. We're, day one, we set intentions for the year. But each day, you should be reflective of what those intentions are. And just like with tasks, they're micro tasks. Just like with habits, they're micro habits that feed up into the habit. You've got to figure out what is your intention for the day that's going to get you closer to your goal. So reflect on what it is that you're trying to achieve for the year, for the quarter, for the month, for the week, for the day. And each day, you set that intention and you go out within that, in that spirit. And then lastly, digital detox. Consider delaying you're checking your phone until a certain time in the morning. I told you guys that for a long time, my practice was not to do it until 10. I haven't done that in a while. If I'm being honest, I need to get back to that. Why? It minimizes your distractions. It allows you to stay focused on your set intentions, and it allows you to stay present. As soon as you start getting to social media, emails, phone calls, you are now being driven by the day. Give yourself a little time to allow your meditation, your yoga, and your intentions to set in so that your day will go the way that you want it. All right, quick summary. Start your uh, mindful morning routines, what we're calling it, with a quick time in your corner. This is the uh, uh, meditation we talked about. Um, You know, drink your water. Make sure you you go to sleep with something next to your bed. You want to wake up early. Call it 5.30, you drink your water, you can meditate for whatever minutes that you want to do, Uh, you can practice deep breathing for whatever minutes that you want to do, you can stretch or exercise or do yoga for however minutes you want to do. I've got breakfast in here, but again, it's up to you. If you want to take that time to do something else, you know, fold it back into your yoga, fold it back into your meditation, that's up to you. Set your daily intention and then start your day. An hour and a half, you can do this. I like two hours because, again, I told you I shower, I take my dogs out, et cetera, et cetera. You will determine your routine as you get into it. The most important thing is what? To start it. Today's a great day to do that, guys. We're going to have a really beautiful worksheet in place for you on this course. Uh, We developed a course for this for those that are just joining us today. We did develop a course for this, and it's going to go and be available Toward the end of, you know, our 31 days, once we get through the majority of this content, we're going to roll out the course. That way you will have a pre-preview of what it looks like and what it feels like to determine if you, you want to get it or not. I don't want you to go out and get something you don't think you, you don't know anything about. So we're going to have a really nice template that uh, lists what you're grateful for. You're just going to go in there and write it down. And then we're going to have these uh, 5.30 to 7 or 5 to 7 or whatever your time period is going to be. And we're going to have what to do at those times. So it's going to be really mindless. You're going to have to just follow the instructions and you can get it done. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we 
uh, knock out this 31 days to a new beginning. I'm excited. I hope you guys are. I hope this was meaningful for you. Go back through this. It was brief, but full of content. And you can begin now. You don't have to wait till you get the course. I want you to go ahead and begin now. Write down the, the elements of the morning routine. Determine what works best for you. You know when you have to be out the door. So reverse engineer. You know, if you got to be on the road at eight, then go backwards. If you got to be on the road at seven, go backwards. 1.30, uh, I'm sorry, an hour and 30 minutes puts you at 5.30. Two hours puts you at five o'clock. Stop saying that you're not a morning person. Uh, tell yourself you're going to wake up at that certain time. You're going to do it or set yourself an alarm. Either way, get up and let's get it going. Creating morning routine. This was day three. Tomorrow, what are we talking about tomorrow? Uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. Tomorrow's day four. Well, what did I do with day four? Here we go. Tomorrow's day four, and we're going to uh, jump into, you know what, guys? I didn't even write this down. Oh, practicing self-compassion. Be kind to yourself throughout the day. Whenever you feel self-criticism coming on, replace it with self-compassion. That's what we're talking about tomorrow. Make sure you join us. I'll see you then. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.